When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Hey, Scott. Hi, Ingrid. How are you? Oh, man. I (laughs) am losing my shit over here. You have lost your shit. And then I found found it all because Scott took me to this crazy crystal shop. We went to Spellbound Sky today. People were asking me, because we mentioned it on a previous podcasts and and i've been getting messages what was that crystal shop what was that crystal shop you mentioned it's called spellbound sky it's on santa monica in myra in los angeles it's it's like walking into a vortex we we were about we were about to leave ingrid's place to go to the crystal shop and i told ingrid okay yeah well we'll be there for probably an hour and you looked at me like what? Like, what are we going to do for an hour in a crystal it takes shop? It's like 20 minutes. I'll just go in and buy a rock and and leave. And literally, like two hours later, I, we were finally leaving. <laughs> I, I had like a panic attack because there was so many amazing things. I left with I left with everything. So let's let's talk about what you got. Break out your your jewels. Well, I left with a, a gold chain tiger necklace around my neck. Yes. So that's totally just, gangster. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Sheila B. Jewelry. That's what it is. Sheila B. Jewelry. It's insane. It's, a, it's an exclusive. It is awesome. A Her- what is it? Uh, a Herkimer Diamond. Herkimer Diamond. Which I've always wanted and I yes. never really see them anywhere. It's so stunning. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Good also for like the dream world because I got this one to go with it yes which one was that fits in the palm of your hand it's kind of like a flat like orb Mm. and it's called blue appetite what else i have like a brass pyramid yes for linking the earth with the divine Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i've got carnelian the carnelian is for courage confidence creativity um it's good for motivation how many carnelians did you get i got three You couldn't decide which one to get. Oh my gosh. The, the chaos. Ingrid was literally like... I had like 40 crystals in front of me at one point that yes. I was trying to pick from. It, it took her probably, I would say, about an hour to pick everything out and then another 45 minutes to decide what she was actually going to get for probably 20 minutes before I was finally like, just get all three. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I was, tr- I was trying to be like grounded and not buy everything. I'm like, I don't need five of the same stone. This is getting crazy. So I was like, I'm going to buy five Herkimer diamonds, three carnelians. And I asked the, the guy that was like running the front of the shop. I'm like, how many do he you have? He was ready for us to leave. And he was like, he was like, I have one. One is enough. You don't need five. And I was like, fuck, you're right. I need to just calm down. Like, like, Scott's like, you can come back 
like every week just come once a week and pick something that you like i'm like no i need to buy everything and i need to never come back here because no. it's way too crazy no, no. i I've been going to Spellbound Sky for like five years now, and there was a period where I used to go every single week. I would go once a week and just get like one thing. What else did you get? Was it Road Night? Yeah, I got a Road Night, which is for... That one you had... I have two, a little tiny one. Yeah, but at one point in the shop you had, I think, 15 different stones of Road Night trying Mm -hmm. to decide... How many or which one you wanted? Yeah. <laughs> They're just so beautiful and interesting. And, and they, they all have different patterns. Yeah, and they feel so different in your hand. It's just like, I love picking crystals. It's just, I feel like you need a lot of time to like sit with them. And it's something you're going to use all the time. And it feels very personal. So I it want is. it to feel connected. Yes. Yeah, so I had like a million crystals out and was having trouble deciding. But yeah, I left with some treasures. Yes, I love it. I got I got two bracelets from Dean, who works there. Wax and Wayne Jewelry. It's amazing. I love Dean's work. He changed my life with all the crystals that I wear. Oh, yeah. This is like when yeah. you first went to the shop shortly after you really got deep into astrology. Yes. And you said this was kind yeah. of like a catalyst for you. It totally was. It totally was. And the first time I went there, I bought... I think seven tiny stones, but not like Ingrid. It was, <laughs> it was a full meltdown. Ingrid's like, how much have you ever spent there? I went, I was like, uh, well, I did go like every week for like two, two years plus. Yeah, I was there Scott, every Tuesday. Scott has like these be- beaded bracelets he wears everywhere. And they're, at this point, they're like halfway up to his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> He's fully protected. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I loved your reaction going into that place because you totally lost your mind. I mean, you were like, I'm going to be there for 20 minutes. And then two hours later, we're finally leaving. And it's like, <laughs> I, I felt like I almost had to drag you out of there. Yeah, yeah, you did. You're like, Ingrid, you have to just buy all three of these rocks because we got we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> the store started to fill up. I've, I was like, I've never come home and unloaded all the crystals and said, ah, yeah, I wish I didn't get that crystal. This is true. You're always like, this is amazing. This is such, it's magic. Yeah, I'm high off crystals right now. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Should we get into the week? Let's get into the week, Ingrid. It's the week of May 17th to the 23rd. And on Monday... May 17th, we're looking at four planetary pieces, two alignments. Uh, We're looking at the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in Taurus, the sign of security, material security, and the material. So that's the sun in Taurus. That's good for like the crystal stuff. You know, it's like really tapping into the earthly magic these stones uh and like when you think about it it's like if there weren't crystals there wouldn't be computers like that's what goes into microchips is like quartz crystals and stuff so uh speaking of magic the sun is aligning with pluto which is the planet of magic it's the planet of transformation pluto is in capricorn the sign that is associated with achievement and this is the last alignment for the sun 
in Taurus before it moves on into Gemini later this week. So everything that you've been working towards in terms of your material security, you know, that's what we talked about. Remember at the top a few weeks ago when the sun was moving into Taurus is about setting your budget, really coming to terms with what it is you truly value. So this alignment between the sun and Pluto gives you an opportunity to really look at how have you transformed? How has your relationship to the material transformed? And how have you been able to empower yourself and your personal authority through this transformation? Well, I was supposed to be on a budget to pay off my debt. <laughs> and then you went to this crystal shop. And yeah, <laughs> completely derailed over here. But weren't you saying last week you were like talking about get, going out and buying things that you really like, that you really enjoy. And so that's what you've done. Yeah, you, it was like, I think Sunday. And I was like, so that means I get to buy a new outfit. And you were like, no, Ingrid, that's not what it means. <laughs> No, instead you go buy a necklace and a bunch of crystals. And <laughs> I mean, these are more useful and these will last forever. Absolutely. Yes. It helps you with your energy. And also just setting intentions and being more purposeful when you see that crystal or when you wear it. It's just like reminding you of what you want to be transforming in your life, what you're focused on. Mm -hmm. We also have Venus. Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, transiting, moving through Gemini as it does. It aligns with the North Node, the soul's purpose in the sign of Gemini. So the sign of communication. So how are your communicative skills right now in your relationship? Are you... Are you feeling comfortable with the way that you're communicating in your relationships? Are you asking all the questions that you need to be asking? What questions can you ask to gain more clarity in your relationship? I think in the last year, I've become much more comfortable in my communication. There's been like a big transformation to expressing my truth to the people around me and not really worrying about having any backlash per se, if somebody doesn't like what I have to say, mm -hmm. where before I... I think I would censor myself, avoiding conflict at all costs. There just like felt like my life was very tumultuous and I couldn't really speak without there being some sort of a argument or a fight or yeah, some, some like negative energy attached to it. And the more I let go of the fear, the less backlash I get because I'm more confident in my communication. So would you say that you've opened up like a, a wider communicative pathway with the people that you're in relationship with? Yes, that and also I think just being grounded in my own energy and not not letting other people's energy affect me as much. It makes me able to communicate more clearly and effectively mm -hmm. and just stay like grounded in my energy. Yes, good. Like less reactivity communicated through my voice. More purposeful yeah. instead of reactive. It's like you're acting instead of reacting. You're you're taking you're you're taking the initiative to focus on an area where there could be a challenge before it becomes an impossible challenge. Yes. Yeah, being more proactive with my communication mm -hmm. as well. Proactive, I like that. Which prevents reactivity because yes. you're, you're nipping stuff in the bud instead of waiting for it to bubble up. Yes, if you're proactive, then you don't have to be reactive. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, May 18th, Venus again, Lady Luck the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships in Gemini, the sign of communication aligns with Chiron, 
the wounded healer that's the wound and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in Aries, which is the sign of self-confidence. So this is everything that we just talked about, like putting it together in terms of having the confidence to communicate in your relationships. Where are you afraid to communicate in your relationships? What relationships are you afraid to communicate in? Or in what areas of that relationship are you afraid to communicate in? And what can you do to embrace your self-confidence and be proactive in the way that you communicate? And Aries is a fire sign. So yeah, taking an active role in communicating, even if it does feel uncomfortable for you, because that's how you heal that wound to your self-confidence is by practicing it yes that's it speak your truth even when it feels scary yes it's like you've always said courage is facing fear and then doing it anyway yeah not letting it hold you back so being brave be brave so wednesday may 19th venus is aligning with saturn saturn is the planet of authority in Aquarius, the sign of the community. Saturn is beginning its retrograde course this week at 13 degrees in Aquarius. So look in your astrological code, see where 13 degrees is, and you will see where you are being restricted or limited in some area, where you are needing to put in extra effort to work and take responsibility well, for I, that area of your life, yes. So I have two alignments at 13 degrees. I have Gemini and Aries. So Gemini is communication and Aries is self-confidence. So yes. exactly what we just talked about totally. is like super extra. Totally. And, and so you add those two pieces of Venus and Saturn. It's communication and self-confidence doing the work required to be self-confident to communicate in your relationships. And Saturn is that restrictive energy, so it might feel very uncomfortable, but it's about pushing through. Exactly. That's doing the work. I see. It might be uncomfortable, but is work always a joy? No, it's it's work. It requires effort. And if you don't do the work, then you're punished. If you do <laughs> do the work, you're rewarded. And that's what Saturn's all about. So think about... What is going on with you in your relationship to the community, to any group, club, or organization that you are a part of? And what work do you need to do in that area, in the relationships in those areas, to be a better communicator? Communication is the key to everything. And yes. in this case, success. If you want to be more successful in these business relationships, then like, the better you are at communicating, the more you're going to get what you want. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It really just goes into like all aspects of your relationships. It's your parents, it's your friends, it's your business partners, it's everything. It's all work. The better you get at communicating, the easier everything else gets. Then you don't have stuff building up all the time when you're able to like freely express yourself. Yes. Yes. It's like I was just having this conversation with a client who is like, I used to be afraid when there was a challenge ahead. But now I recognize that when I face the challenge, I'm actually rewarded for pushing through. I was like, because what happens is if there's no communication, 
then it creates that stagnation. And then that's when the challenge becomes so uncomfortable. It becomes impossible to work with. And that's where explosions do happen because there's so much blockage there. But if you're just constantly doing the work to address certain areas that need to be addressed, and right now the area that needs to be addressed is your personal authority, taking responsibility for who you are in the community, in your relationships, by communicating, by asking questions, by engaging with other people. Doing that will create a flow. So Thursday, May 20th, the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, moves into Gemini, the sign of communication. So... (laughs) Communication's the theme this week. The theme this week, yes. This is the theme. It's all about communication. Now there are four astrological pieces in Gemini. There's Mercury, which is the planetary ruler of Gemini, the planet of communication. There's Venus, the planet of relationships. There's the North Node, the soul's purpose. And then the Sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality. All four of those are now in Gemini the sign of communication, and the sun's going to be there until June 20th. So from May 20th to June 20th is when the sun is transiting through Gemini. So this is the time, more than ever, to focus on connecting to other people, asking questions, staying curious, try everything at the buffet, connect people together that don't know each other, share ideas, ask questions, ask more questions, and then ask more questions and listen. <laughs> Learn to actively listen. That's that's a practice. This is the question. Am I practicing active listening? It's a hard skill to master. I've been working on it lately. And even in conversation, I have to remind myself while someone's talking, I'll start thinking about what I want to share. And I'm like, okay, wait, I'm not even being present. I want to really hear what someone's saying. I want to absorb it. And then, you know, if my thought passes me by, whatever, but I want to really be present with people. And afterwards, Scott tells me, you don't have to say something right away. You can sit there for 10 seconds, 30 seconds, even before you have something else to say, like really let something absorb and think about what you want to say next, especially when you're in like the heat of the moment in an argument, everyone's trying to talk over each other. It's like, especially then if you practice it in your everyday conversations, then when you get to a heated moment, you're able to really sit in the discomfort of hearing what someone else is saying and yeah, just actually hear them instead of just talking over them and thinking over their words. So true. So true. When you think about this media driven world that we live in, turn on the TV, turn on the radio, turn on Instagram or YouTube or whatever. Is there ever a moment of silence? (laughs) No, there's no moment of silence. So we're, we're trained to talk over people, to interrupt people, to not be present. Learning to slow down, especially in our relationships. So people feel heard and listened to, and it really can de-escalate any situation by giving the time for someone to actually speak and feel heard. Yes. I mean, that that's it. Giving somebody the space to articulate what they want to articulate. Without feeling rushed or pressured or like... It's like at the crystal shop, you were like, I feel like I haven't breathed for the last 20 minutes. You were, you were putting so much pressure on yourself to decide, to, to articulate in your mind, your senses to your mind to communicate what it is you really wanted. 
so it's an important reminder to breathe, to take your time, to to encourage the people that you're around to also offer time to formulate their thoughts and think and just it's like I, I know what you're saying earlier when you're like sometimes I'm already thinking of what I'm gonna say and like somebody says something and it's like they say something and it sparks something in your brain and it's like oh I gotta say it right now because I might forget it but what would happen if you just sat there and listened and then that person was done talking and then you just sat there in silence and it gave you a moment to formulate your thoughts on what to say next. What a crazy concept. It, it is. It's <laughs> it, absolutely insane. <laughs> so it's really hard in practice, actually, to sit there. I mean, once you remind yourself, you're like, okay, I can do that. But that initial interruption of your own mind to be like, okay, why are you even thinking about what you want to say? Yeah, it sparked a thought, but it's really not that important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is interrupting them really worth it? It's a good point. Friday, May 21st, the sun, the sun makes its first alignment in Gemini, connecting with Jupiter. Expansion. Yes, the planet of expansion that we talked about last week, which I forgot to mention. I'm thinking about it right now. Jupiter moved into Pisces on Thursday of last week. And I wanted to say something about that in the last podcast, but I totally spaced because I, I get caught in the moment with Ingrid here. Maybe it's because you were being present. I was being present. Yes. But it was funny to me that it was moving into Pisces on Thursday because Thursday is Thor's day. And Thor's day, Thor, it's the old Norse god of thunder. So Jupiter is the Roman god of thunder. So Thursday is Jupiter's day. But that's neither here nor there. Today is Friday, which is uh, Frigg, which is... uh, the Old Norse goddess that is the equivalent to the Roman goddess Venus. So on this Friday, May 21st, the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in Gemini, the sign of communication aligns with Jupiter, the planet of expansion in Pisces, the sign that Jupiter rules, which is the sign of intuition and compassion. So communicating, how can you communicate your unconscious mind, or how can you ask questions of the person or the people that you are around that helps them tap into their unconscious thoughts so that they can share what their dreams are about with you? I mean, maybe that's a good day for like a birth chart reading. Mm, Sure. I mean, I don't know how to ask all those questions myself, but I think delving into astrology really helps you answer questions about yourself and get into your subconscious and kind of poke around in there. You're really good at asking those questions that really make you think about what's going on in your mind. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Ingrid. There's a challenge to this alignment because it is a square because Gemini is mutable air. Pisces is mutable water, both mutable, strong alignment, but air and water don't mix. So that creates the stress. I feel like there's something about this alignment where Gemini is is kind of impatient. It's like jumping to the next thing. Okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Whereas Pisces is extra patient. It's taking its time. It's It moves much slower, much deeper. So this is the challenge of this day is connecting that small talk to the depths of what is going on within you. 
A good day for meditation. Hmm. Some slowing down so you can sit with sit with your own discomfort of what is happening in there. And even an astrology reading can be very confronting. Hmm. If you really want to take a look at yourself, get a reading. Because <laughs> there's no bullshit there. Totally. In a way, like call yourself out on your on your shit. Like how do you want to work through it? Yes. And I mean Pisces is a, the dream world that's really good time for meditating, sitting with yourself, really going inside. So yeah, setting aside some time to sit with the discomfort of what is happening in your mind. It, it's a big theme this week because on Saturday, May 22nd, Mercury, the messenger of the gods, the planet of consciousness and communication, the planetary ruler of Gemini, aligns with Neptune, the other planetary ruler of Pisces in Pisces the sign that Neptune rules. So Mercury is the planet of consciousness. Neptune is the planet of the unconscious. So this is connecting the unconscious to the conscious mind and articulating your unconscious thoughts. So maybe yesterday, Friday was uncomfortable sitting with those thoughts, trying to figure out how to sort out what's in your mind. And then Saturday, you start getting some clarity on what kind of chaos was happening in there and are able to really communicate to yourself what is happening in your mind. This is the beauty of how the the planets support us. It's like they don't give you an assignment one day and then the next day there's a new assignment that has nothing to do with the assignment the day before. <laughs> it's like no, it's it's a process and every planetary alignment is supporting the previous planetary alignment or the next planetary alignment. It's to help you take one step at a time, not all the steps at one time, not all the crystals in the shop on one day, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're Ingrid. <laughs> but yes, it's a process. So on, on Sunday, May 23rd, Saturn, the planet of restriction, limitation, hard work, mastery, and authority begins its retrograde transit in the sign that it rules, Aquarius, and the sign of genius. We always say the community for Aquarius because, yes, the water bearer is getting the water for the village, not for themselves. It's not like, oh yeah, this water is all for me. No, it's, it's for everyone. But how did the water bearer get the water from the stream to the village? Well, two ways. One, by coming up with an idea of how-to, and two, doing the work required to make the how-to a reality. And so everything that you've been working on right now that has been going on since Saturn moved into Aquarius, which happened on December 16th. And Aquarius is the planetary ruler of Saturn. Saturn is the planetary ruler of Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Saturn moved into Aquarius on December 16th. Everything that you've been working on since then is now coming into a review, let's say, because the authority is going to come back and check your work to see if you have done the work required between now, May 23rd, and October 10th, when Saturn begins moving forward. So the retrograde begins at the degree of the week, 13 degrees, and it ends on October 10th at 6 degrees. So Saturn is going to move back 7 degrees, 
and it's going to touch all those points in your astrological code that are between 6 and 13, and any of those points that it touches, it's going to bring a sense of restriction. It's like, okay, let's see if you've really done the work. Yeah, it's like checking your homework. It's mm-hmm. like a, yeah, like little quizzes. Have you been working on it? If not, it's going to remind you that you haven't been doing the work. <laughs> it's going to be harder for you. And if you have been doing the work, it'll be a nice reminder that like, wow, I've been working on myself and this was like an easy little test. I would have reacted differently in the past and now my communication skills are better. My, my money management is better. Whatever alignments it's touching along the way, it's going to give you that little hint. Yes, absolutely. And you're rewarded when you've done the work. That means it's like, okay, you passed that quiz. Now you can move on to the next assignment. We're going to bring you from this grade to that grade. So leveling up, leveling up. That's it. Leveling up as Saturn rolls back. It's an opportunity to level up. Sometimes we want to like avoid discomfort and it's like oh no you used to say like oh a test that's gonna test you i'm like ew god no i don't want another test i'm tired of the tests but once you start doing the work you don't dread having the test because it's almost like oh i passed the test and it wasn't that hard because i've been practicing and that was kind of exciting (laughs) yeah i'm like look how good i'm doing there is that reward that's it that's it but this week my reward is a thousand crystals (laughs) (laughs) well you need them to help you with uh, the alignments of Saturn to those two points in your astrological code but also they're good reminders to keep doing the work I'm going to use my crystals to keep me on task absolutely excellent Ingrid well done fun journeying out with you today yeah that was super fun we had a field trip yes we did a field trip (laughs) i love it all right i'll see you next week i'll see you next week scott the weekly transit the weekly transit